greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Death and Horror Incorporated. It was writ by, written by Stuart Boone, and it is uh, from a collection called Cthulhu Britannica, uh, Shadows of Scotland. Our game keep, our, our keeper of arcane lore is just play, and this is episode two. Our recap will be given by Chance Wooten as his character, Eugene Collins. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness, Chance. The Glasgow Ripper. Mr. Hugh Cadden, the secretary to the Lord Provost of Glasgow, has sent for myself and three others to help solve the series of grisly murders perpetrated by this monster. We are being assisted by a local police liaison. Uh, there has been no rhyme or reason to the crimes. They've been vicious, showing what appears to be evidence of animal attacks, as well as expert butchering. The latest victim is one Lucy Siddons, found two days before our arrival in Glasgow. She is, was, an unmarried pregnant woman. One of the compatriots is a medical examiner, so hopefully he's able to turn up a bit more than the bumbling fools around here have come up with. On top of the Glasgow Ripper, the Lord Provost Secretary attempted to reel us into helping with a couple of other issues. Plague in the slums, prison and infirmary, a sloop filled with 50 or so decomposing bodies. I doubt any of this has any real connection to the Ripper and it only serves to push us further from the case at hand. One of the detectives, Elaine I think was her name, and I have gone to the scene of the most recent crime. We came across hoof prints and two sets of footprints, plus signs of some large beast, maybe a bear having been in the area somehow. The prints led us to the necropolis, to the McCall family crypt. Of course, we found, we followed them inside, going down a circular stairwell lined with deep scratches. There's a hole in the wall. And despite my inner voice telling me not to go any closer, not to enter this hole, that I don't want to know what type of monstrous activity is happening in this godforsaken city, I must know what's inside. I push into the hole, discovering the floor is covered in bones. Just I'm about to call out to Elaine, I see them. Red glowing eyes. Do they look hungry? Thank you. And... We might as well start with you as well, Eugene. Uh, as we said last week, you stare down the tunnel and you can see a set of glowing red eyes staring back at you. Uh, give me a sanity check. That, I think, is not going to be... Did I forget to open up my character sheet? I'm pretty sure I failed. 69 is not going to be good. Okay. Roll. So you'll take a D4. Three. Okay. So you are startled as. You're searching in into the into the light, looking looking to see you know, looking at this bone in particular. But in the in the fuzzy part of your visiting, you see the eyes, you focus on them, and you see 
which you think is a large dog staring back at you. And this realization startles you. And you drop your lighter and you start to you start to wiggle in the tunnel. Now, Elaine, you are mm-hmm. cur- currently holding his ankles. Yeah. So he has started started to thrash. So what I need okay. from you is a strength check to see if you can hold on to him. Okay. Uh, 57 will do it out of 70. Yep. Okay. So you're you're able to hold him despite all his wigglings. Um, Eugene, what are you saying at this point? Let's go. Holy shit. Get me out of here. There's a there's a dog in here. Yeah, I'm pulling him out. Sergeant, Sergeant, what's wrong? What's wrong? There's a gun. I'm I'm holding a bone still, and I just toss it out. Maybe put that away. This uh, there's a there's a dog. Uh, Oh God, Jesus Christ! Like a wild dog? Should we? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Is it? Is there barking? Is it coming? Is it? Is is something coming out after us? No. But. Without a listen check, you hear yipping, almost like a like a hyena, and you hear it echoing farther and farther away. Jeez. I think we should get out of here, Sergeant. <laughs> I I think you may be right. Let's let's yeah, let's go. I think we should. It's time to meet up with the others. I think I think we've we found some information that'll be useful. I agree. Yeah. So I guess we we head out. If we are able to escape from the yipping. Yes. So you two make all haste out of this hellhole, and back out to the the fresh air of the the necropolis above. Um. You make, I'm assuming you're making your way back to the hotel room as you, we discussed before. Yes. Okay. So you, you make your way to the hotel room. Uh, and who else is there? I know the doctor made his way back there and Elias and uh, Constable Webster. Were you headed back there as well? I think so, yes. Okay. All right. So you make it to the hotel room. Uh, most of you are either hard at work, looking over papers, talking to each other, talking about the case. The only person who looks particularly shaken is Eugene. He's covered in he's covered in dirt and mud. Uh, Elaine actually has some 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 of that on her front as well, uh, and they come walking in to the rest of you. What happened, Eugene? You look white as a sheet. I. I climbed into this. I climbed into a hole. Oh. Why? A crypt. He climbed into a crypt. Oh. Wild dogs. Oh dear. Um any abrasions, any injuries? Do we need to fix you up? I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I should be fine. But you, there were you, bones in this crypt as well i i well we were in a crypt elaine 
Yeah, it's usually the... bones in the crypt, from what I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, well, the the reason why we were there in the first place is, I think, of some interest to this investigation. Honestly, um, we had gone to the the crime scene where Lucy was found, not really expecting to find anything, but um, we found hoof prints that seemed connected to the crime in some fashion. Uh, we found the spot on the wall. It, it it appears that she was shoved with great force against the wall. And then, um, oh goodness, Sergeant, re help me recall that there was a tree with animal marks on it, wasn't there? Yeah, it was, it was, it appeared to be bear sign. Mm -hmm. Oh no, that's like, there was very like a bear, like a bear had done something. It was very strange. <laughs> I believe those would be the werewolves that we've been hearing about. Oh. Well, anyway, we followed tracks into a crypt of all places, so I'm possibly a dead end there. I don't know. It's a, it was, it was <laughs> you found a dog? It was the ugliest damn dog I've ever seen, but... Probably was... a mongrel taking shelter for the night. And lots of we had to open a gate. I mean, are I all of... Uh... Uh, you were... With the looking at the body, weren't you, Doctor Campbell? Oh yes, yes, yes. I've got quite a, or, a lot to tell you, but I wanted to hear what you had to say first. Well, the dog, uh, bizarre. It, I don't know how it's. It it may it may relate. Um, you see, there was quite a lot of abrasions and contusions, broken bones. Um, Lots of tearing of the epidermis. Um, some of it looked uh, zoonotic, uh, uh, animal-related, as if something had uh, torn at the flesh. Um, you say she was thrown against the wall. That that would explain a lot of the bruising. Um, she had missing organs, uh, except that they were rather specific. And they seem to have been removed surgically, not torn out by an animal. Um, these were cleanly cut, as if with a scalpel. Um, that is interesting, especially in light of Constable uh, yes, Webster and myself discovered why exactly it was she was there at that time of night. It, it reminded me a lot of the stories, the um, the the path, the um, uh, the the reports on uh, Jack the Ripper from a few decades ago, um, where he also removed organs and uh, body parts in the woman's uterus. Um, there was definitely signs of pregnancy, but uh, unfortunately, there was nothing down there to examine. It was all torn out or or ripped out, or... Um, well, she was on her way to the hospital um, in order to meet with... Dr. Cullen, I believe, Dr. Cullen. Uh, Cullen? Yes, she was in need of an abortion. It seems oh, that our... Oh dear. That's I, quite unethical. It's likely a coincidence, but all of the animal tracks led into the Cullen family crypt. But uh, I, I so Doctor Cullen has quite an interesting uh, 
connection with the with Lucy's employer, Mr. Arkwright. Seems to be a longtime friend and advising physician. Mr. Arkwright has become quite ill of late. Uh, he said something genetic about disease. A, I believe he said frenetic. Frenetic uh, disease. Yes. A frenetic. That's um, that's a palsy, a shaking of the hands. It's an infection of this uh, this nervous system in here. Uh, um, I I think it may have, she may have meant genetic. He didn't seem to be shaking. He just seemed to be rapidly aged. Uh, a hereditary disease. Hereditary. Oh, I yes. see. Um, that's uh, very interesting. This, but so, I, I was also able to obtain the reports for this um, this pathogen that seems to be going around this disease. Um, Apparently, it's quite rapid. Kills within a day. Um, in, uh, in as far as diseases go, that's not a very good disease. It uh, diseases usually like to infect a person and use their body for a while, a month, a year before it kills them. In this case, it's killing them in a day, so it shouldn't spread too far before the infected people are dead. Um, but uh, uh, it's very interesting. You know, um, one of my old colleagues was a member of the Von Helsing family, and he told me about this case where there was a disease that was passed on in the blood, uh, perhaps genetically, um, that caused a craving for, caused the individuals a craving for um murder and blood and things like that. I'm wondering now that you've mentioned werewolves. I'm pretty sure werewolf stories have gone back for thousands of years. Maybe maybe we should all arm ourselves with silver bullets then. I feel like that's a bit premature, Dr. Canmore. People do <laughs> like to have um, stories crazy. here. Um, I'm more interested. I don't suppose none of you are native here. Um, it appears that Lucy's father was a uh, uh, a warden, a John Black, the warden at the Duke Street Prison. It's interesting. Yeah, that, that was the father heard, of the child. Yes, we've heard some interesting things about um, that being a uh, an outbreak epicenter. I I. I don't. I fail to see the connection between these two incidents. It's terrible that there's some. It, it's it's doctor but... doctor Cullen's particular interest in this disease. I I do wonder. Uh, not to and this now this connection in. between uh, Lucy, who was going to him for an abortion, and the father of the child. Being a ward in another prison where this or another outbreak has occurred. There's uh, it is this, interesting, if not related, it's it's fascinating. The uh sounds like Warden a good deal Black of corruption. Is, yes, Warden Black is the kind of person that would absolutely allow for uh experiments on his prisoners, as far as I'm aware. Um, it would not shock me to find that to be the case. And honestly, with what you were saying, Elaine, about this 
the hoofbeats and whatnot, I can't help but wonder if perhaps the doctor and the warden uh, collaborate and he, you know, checked out a particularly strong prisoner to attack Lucy and the night and make away with any evidence. I don't, I don't that... understand the animal connection. There was a, a very large animal was at the scene of the crime as well. I mean, and I'm not really it, sure how it ties. A, a large animal could just be hungry. I mean, if this large, if there's, if there is some kind of, like, as you said, a large dog on the loose, if it's smelling bodies in the street, it might go help itself and then return back to wherever it lives, which I guess is this, uh, the, 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 the wounds. The McCall family crypt, you said? Yeah, yes, McCall. Uh, the wounds yes, and the tears might be consistent with a very large dog, but the shape of them was a bit off. I didn't know whether they were claws. You said you saw marks that looked like from uh, large enough to be a bear. Of mm. course, there's no bears roaming around. Um... Unless there's an escapee from a zoo. Uh, a so knife? She's torn apart, too, right? Uh, perhaps a hooked knife used repeatedly, mm. but the spacing was was very much like you'd expect on a, a hand, a cl- as if a human had large fingernails, but uh, sharpened. And then there's the discrepancy of finding, uh, I believe, her spleen, her liver, her stomach. Um, were missing, but they weren't. I didn't show that there were any pieces left, as if they weren't ripped out. They were surgically removed with something at least as as uh, as uh, handy as a, a scalpel or something like that, which once again shows medical knowledge. Um, and Doctor Cullen. Seems unethical if you're saying that he's if he's uh, performing, let's say, abortions. Um, and then what's this woman dating? The head of uh, dating uh, is. I don't mean is, dating. That's is. an anachronistic <laughs> word. Uh, she's uh, courting. Courting. <laughs> This, I don't believe uh, a no, courting she's, she's has not, much she's to do not with courting. it. She, it's, a, it's more of a financial transaction. She is in the oldest profession, as we say here. So could we then assume that she got pregnant and perhaps the father wouldn't want that to get known and so he would hire someone to make it look like a vicious accident to die. I mean, that would make sense. We do not have a solid connection that would let us believe that the father was ever informed of the of the baby on the way. It so that Lucy well, and the other maid at the Arkwright house were keeping it between themselves for the most how, part, except how, for when they contacted Dr. Cullen. How, how did they know to contact Dr. Cullen? He was a friend. He's a very close friend of Mr. Arkwright. Their thinking, their line of reasoning, according to the maid, Miss um, Giddies, Giddies, was that 
uh, Colin would care about his friend's reputation and it would damage his friend's reputation if it got out that one of the girls in his employ uh, was unmarried and with child. And so he would, and helping Lucy would be helping Mr. Arkwright indirectly. But we don't know who exactly Dr. Colin. Well, we can assume that the, about this. that the maid, um, since she obviously told you, um, probably is a little more Gabby than the. Uh, she, she, she wasn't very Gabby. She. She was so not somehow, forthcoming in her information. So somehow, someone other than her knew about the baby. Perhaps. Unless there's or, another motivation. What I'm, what I'm saying is Dr. Cullen, as you said, these there were surgical excisions on the body? Yes. I mean, Dr. Cullen would be more than capable of this. And he knew she was going to, when she was going to be coming at a very long Horrible time early in the morning alone. I think we also need to consider that um, we heard from Mrs. Geddes that Lucy has been rather jumpy for the last two months or so about the time that she would have, you know, uh, slept, shall we say, with the uh, the warden. One is not simply jumpy in that profession after a night. Something happened that night. So when, when, did the outbreak occur at the, when did the outbreak occur at the prison? Why it's... I don't know. The You would know the outbreak started about uh, a mo- about a month ago. month and a half ago. And there have been other murders with organ, body organs missing, though they're usually not the same organs that are missing. And it's keep like in mind somebody's these... trying to assemble somebody. It, and these murders have happened for okay. ten months. Like this is, this is just the latest. Yeah. Like a, like a Mary Shelley novel. Like Mary Shelley. <laughs> but Sergeant, I think you were trying to say something. It's... Oh, I. What if it's not even? Is this? Could this be a copycat? That's possible. Except that a lot of this information has not been released. Hmm. I don't think that they've released the fact that body parts have been missing. Do we do we think Watch. there's some kind of connection to the fact that one of the bodies was found in an area that would have been inaccessible to anyone but a, a person with a key? I realize it was some time ago, but if you remember, if you recall, we had a there was a body that was found, I believe, in a maintenance That's closet right. of some kind. Which, but I mean, was of ever, course, a, a that... wild animal couldn't do that. And Yes, but the person... I, I think the animal is just a scavenger. I don't think the animal is right, what right. killed Lucy. I agree. I mean, was it ever established that the victim who was found behind those locked doors could have been in a possession of a key himself? Do we know that, Joe? Or, yes. I mean, if there's somebody with the... It's yes, he could have had a key himself? He he ah. did, but the the issue wasn't the fact that the door was unlocked. The door was unlocked, and the body was pulled in. And at that time, they were thinking it was some type of wild dog doing it. But the man was big enough that obviously it was a man. Do, could the man have the person that did it in in his duties as a maintenance man? Could he have 
opened the door and then been assaulted. And then they pulled him inside. Yes, to- I believe, I mean, the person who was killed would have had keys. The, the killer could have had keys, but it is what, what that establishes is the fact that it's not an animal. It's a, it's a man. I, I tell you, there that. must be a connection between all of these bodies. We just don't see it clearly yet. Well, I suppose, I Doctor, what's want to talk to Doctor Coland. Yes, do we have an appointment with Doctor? Well, he wasn't. Coland? Was he there to talk with you, Doctor Campbell? No, he wasn't. Speak with him. He's he's apparently taking care of the various diseased people, and he has secluded himself so as not to spread the disease. So I couldn't talk to him directly, but I have his reports, and I was able to talk to one of his assistants, who's not infected um well the doctor I, seems I would... i mean one would one would say he's a rather brave and uh and compassionate individual if he's treating these people knowing that he could capture the disease and die within a day uh, but, but the things you're bringing to light seem to indicate that he might be he's performing abortions why he would need body organs from these people he's performing (laughs) abortions while he's sequestering himself away and working on these sick people as well i'm wondering if could he could he be what if the sending her to him was a ruse and he's not even involved just to get her out of the house and into that alley. Well, if we could get a hold so of Dr. Cullen, we, we could miss, check his so You're saying Mrs. Geddes. You're saying the old woman sent Lucy knowingly to her death? Well, how did she know that he was performing abortions? And if, if you can't approach him with that, because if you tell him, and he is the bad guy, you're, you'll be giving away your advantage. I don't know how to proceed. I... Well, it seems we have two Is there anything... and people, right? We have the doctor and we have the warden who we need to talk to. At the very least, we should try and get... I, I feel like the doctor's a, a clear, obvious front runner of yeah. look at his appointment book, look at whether he will confess to talking with Lucy about this. I don't think he's going oh, to. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't murder report Lucy. in his point book and he wouldn't tell us. <laughs> no, but uh, you had just said you you weren't sure if he was actually involved. That would be, you could just ask him if he had had an appointment. I don't think either the sergeant or I should go because um, I don't think he'll take kindly to a police presence, but. Uh, well, I've already established a presence there. I've been talking to the assistants and. I am very interested in this uh, this disease. Um, now we could offer him, I don't know, some kind of immunity as far as what uh, Lucy was going there for. So he'll be willing to talk because if we, if he fears that we'll press charges against him for the I'll, intent of committing a crime, then he won't be very talkative. But we can. I, I, I'm willing go. to go and speak with him. I'm not willing to expose myself to a potentially deadly disease. 
I uh, don't think you should have come to Glasgow then, Doctor. I'm afraid it uh, well, is running rampant throughout. It's the difference between living here in these apartments uh, and going into a uh, medical ward filled with patients who are dying. Um, you understand there's quite a difference. Uh, I'll uh, do what Ms. I have Horowitz. to. But... Yes. What are you, what are your thoughts on, on the case? I think I, I, as the constable said, I think our most solid leads are Dr. Cullen and the warden two men I, the warden would be the only person that would have a motive to to kill her in the first place right a, a unwanted pregnancy is, is there a connection but, between cullen and the warden that's what we're trying to suss out maybe find that from the warden's perspective because because there's been an outbreak at the prison at the prison and dr cullen would have been involved there. yes mm -hmm. ah I can present myself as an assistant at the prison to Dr. Cullen. Uh, perhaps I can speak to him first, mm. and that will get us into the prison. Did uh, you have any reason to believe at the, that the other maid... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Bowen. What 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 I'm saying is I don't. I don't know how far you're going to get pretending to be an assistant of Dr. Colin. No, no, I, I mean to actually become one. If John I, Black has been. If I tell Cullen that I want to help him solve the, 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 the disease, then I can go to the prison to see how they're doing. While we, should, is... we don't. I don't know how much farther that's going to get us than just going there oh, uh, true. to talk with John Black. I mean, well, he is a man in a high position. He's that position is still connected with the law. And what about Arkwright? He represents the law. He would be... Arkwright intrigues me. Because I, I was telling Constable Webster, but if you're a man with high medical expertise, like Dr. Colin... Mm -hmm who's very capable at surgeries and there's been the string of these organ disappearances and you have a very dear friend of yours whose organs are atrophying before their time. A friend who is very rich and powerful. We're, we're back in the realm of uh, Miss Shelley. Um, there's no way to transfer an organ from one person to another. That's just um, nobody has that kind of surgery. It's, it's not. It's not. I don't believe whoever's been doing these murders has has the sanity to assess what is possible it, it, or real and what is impossible. It, uh, I I know too. I, I know some doctor folks around that practice on you know pigs and things. Like they'll do. Well, yes, they'll yes, experiment. But seems to me that it if you needed an organ to examine how it uh, reflected to this disease or something. That would be a simple way. It's a ghastly way to go about getting them, but well, it's interesting with that uh, boat coming over. Is it possible I mean, that uh, maybe he was just looking for 
testing supplies? Our, our modern medical schools can, can, can provide cadavers of dead people in order to examine them. Plus, he probably has the people who have died from the disease, so he can examine them to see what the pathology and the morph. But what if, but what if he wants is. healthy, healthy organs? I mean, they don't last so long outside of the body. What if he wants them fresh? Yeah, well, murdering somebody, that's kind of against the Hippocratic Oath here. So is, I mean, what is, what, why else would a trained medical professional be excising organs from people's bodies? Uh, we, we don't know that yet. Um, the black market. People, <laughs> people, people will buy those things up, uh, powder them, snort them. I've seen everything. That's do true. Think, do we mm-hmm. think that Mr. Arkwright has anything to do with this? I believe, Constable, you mentioned, uh, and, and Mr. Bowen as well, you mentioned that Lucy's notes said something about Mr. Arkwright and the doctor looking at her queerly. Uh, maybe it was just a yes. parano- about a paranoia. But... Here's the thing that, that is true. You are a detective. You are also a detective. You, therefore, have the right to walk in and say, can we ask you a few questions concerning the murder of... That's not an unreasonable thing to happen when there's been murders. And the other maid, could she have something to do with this, putting on a friendly front to... Uh, yeah, she was very, she was very reluctant to tell us about the pregnancy, the planned abortion. Um, also, if there's some and wild, Mr. Arkwright seemed pretty surprised to hear that Genuine. Lucy was pregnant, as though he didn't know. But I mean, that could be betraying a different kind of guilt. I mean, if he was is somehow involved in her death, uh, perhaps he was not knowing that he was also participating in the death of the unborn child. Oh. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think I showed uh, and hold, bring out that GRI rear doors 5 a.m. Uh, note in case um, someone sees some handwriting or something that matches. This is rather crudely put, but this ah, let me look at that. Um, does it match any of the medical reports? The handwriting. Oops, we can't hear you. Give me a spot hidden. <laughs> 94. I don't know anything about hand it doesn't, analysis. It doesn't seem to match any of the medical reports. The the medical the the writing on the medical reports is is shorthand fast. Like, you know, going through like like going through a checklist. This sure. is has been like dug into the paper deep and deliberate. Mm-hmm. Those uh so on the handout, there's another like kind of faded image. Is that on the actual note? Yes. Um, uh, and excuse me, doctor. If I can trace over these for a second to make these a little darker, that well, might. Well, if you get a like piece of paper and charcoal, you can yeah. uh, make it Im- imprint. Um, when you do that, you see that this piece of paper was indented with a ledger of some kind. 
and looking through it, you, you, go, go ahead. No, I just hit. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So looking through it, you can see names. It's, it's just various names. Um, just there are two charities. And then in quick succession, month after month after month, there are 5,000 pound checks being written to Dr. Cullen. My goodness. Who'd have that money fortune. other than someone like Mr. Arkwright? No one has money like that. Not colleagues, colleagues, I think that we are getting into a dangerous territory. I, uh, Mr. Uh, Officer Collins, how difficult would it be to obtain uh, some small firearms for us to carry... Um, if if for nothing else, if if if, if a, um, a wild dog uh, comes at us with flaming red eyes, I believe the provost said yes. that we could. The little provost, you you are you are all licensed, technically licensed. They've been written up. Some of you refused them on the onset. Um, I did, but yes. if you've changed your mind, you you can get those just for small, well, just for self defense. It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, if you've read your Sherlock Holmes uh, to train a dog to do the dirty work. I, I don't read much. Oh, me neither. I believe that, I believe just due to this discovery by, clever discovery by Constable Webster, um, I believe Mr. Arkwright enters our pool of suspects, though. So. I don't know that anyone else would have this amount of money to be giving to anybody other than. And on he has such a consistent basis. Wealth, yeah. And considering his, uh, what you call it, genetic disease, that he might be paying Dr. Cullen to research. Um, I can't help but wonder if that's tied up in this somehow. Could he possibly be the father of Lucy's? child that's what i was insinuating when i confronted him not directly mm. and it's not but you said he seemed entirely surprised. ruled out he seemed surprised like he didn't okay. know that she had a child but again it's, it's unclear exactly what what the nature that surprise is I, I did not get the impression that he was worried that he might have been the father but and again people are did complex you say he was wheelchair bound he was perhaps he doesn't have that faculty. Anymore. Detective Bone, give me an idea roll real quick. I'm wondering too. Uh, 76. I'm going to spend one point of luck to pass. <laughs> okay. Um, so putting things together, so you see at least five months of checks for that $5,000 uh, 5, pound sum. Uh, the disease started a month ago. Uh, the 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 woman who was murdered was only about a little too about eighteen weeks, or yeah, eighteen weeks. So he was being paid long before both these incidents occurred, or the both these incidents happened. The thought that just came into my right. mind. Right. So 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 the disease, the outbreak of the disease, and Lucy are after the these payments began right. but the payments began 
are they're the during payments, the time where these other murders have been taking place. Are the payments to Cullen? Did they say? That's what yes, the uh, they said the they were to the doctor. Cullen. Yes. So and are, and are they are they marked like you said the name like charity is is that like a name like charity? The, I was just saying there was other things on the ledger other than his name. Oh, other things on the ledger, but then there are these payments to die. Okay. So, what if our doctor Collins? What what just, just what if our doctor Cullen, who performs abortions, is also a. Uh, 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 someone who's pulling some chicanery here, he's convinced uh, Arkwright that he can save his life by doing various things, but it's a very expensive procedure, uh, taking thousands and thousands of dollars and it's all for nothing it's all just nonsense he knows that Arkwright is going to die uh, but he has to keep up the facade of this con that he has created um, so I'm I'm just looking at this from a police side we have a lot of theories that uh, do we just knock down his door and ask him? We have to be more subtle, but perhaps that's why all of the other bodies are also missing organs, because he has to convince Arkwright that he's doing something. And, and his, his... for 5,000 pounds a month. Yeah, so it's outrageous. I, and my think theory about... currently... My theory currently, you find a note in Lucy's room giving her directions to an area where she met her death along the way, it seems. Anyway. Yes. This was written on the ledger that clearly belongs to Sir Arkwright. No other person has this tremendous amount of wealth. So I assume he gave her this note, these directions to go to this place at this time. What if the yes, uh, perhaps yes, perhaps Arkwright was the one who set up sent her to her death. It would be possible. I I don't disagree. I just want to note that Doctor Cullen is a friend of Arkwright's and might also have access to these ledgers if he was in a position that night to use it as scrap paper or something. Just. Mm. Well, on these impressions, I, this is this is. It seems like they just went to the next page on the ledger and yes, ripped something out. out has and, the impressions right. like it was writing, but the impressions showed up underneath on the next page. I, and I only say this because of the surprise that uh, uh, Detective Bowen noticed on his eye. Although it his story doesn't match up. Uh, Gregory Arkwright claimed that he would have helped Lucy and everything but mrs gettys was quite certain that she would be out on the street lucy would be uh mm -hmm. if arkwright found out yes yeah, so that, that is true he seems like he might be uh he's already been a stranger to the truth at times yes yeah. and also about dr colin's seclusion say so it's it's fear about spreading this the disease but the people who contract this disease are dead within 24 hours 
How long does one how long should one isolate oneself if you're fear about contracting a disease that kills you in 24 hours? If he's a if he's a physician and he's trying to figure out the root cure or the cause, perhaps he doesn't know the cause, perhaps nobody does yet. And the fact that it's infecting some people and not other people, I think he's being cautious. But I, they, they told me that some of the other doctors and nurses have died of this through exposure. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I think Dr. Cullen's a complete fraud, and he may not even be working at this cure. We have no evidence that he's making progress in any but, way. But he yes. has a reputation, doesn't he? Um, it's... Uh, perhaps he performs abortions and he I'm, may be defrauding as somebody who, who considers him a close friend out of 5,000 well, pounds a month perhaps to, to alleviate whatever connection there might be perhaps I should go to Arkwright now, now two of you have already spoken with Mr. Arkwright have you not yes Constable Webster and myself were there and today you say he was in a, a wheelchair? That's correct. I could go to him, tell him that I'm working with you on this project, and I'm very interested in, um, what did you say, genetic diseases, that I've been trying to talk to Mr. Dr. Cullen, but he's busy with his patients, and perhaps I can get an exam in on Mr. Arkwright. Yes, and try to get and as see much information about uh, see if he's Dr. being fooled. Well, so. see if he's being tricked by Collins. That is, so, in the meantime, if you do that, somebody could go with you. Um, would anybody want to accompany me to speak with the this John Black, the present warden? Yeah, I'll go. Perhaps, uh, Detective uh, Horowitz, did you did you speak with Mr. Arkwright? I did not. I did not speak with. Um, would you like a company? Would you like company on that? Maybe a fresh set of eyes. Well, I was I was wondering if somebody who's already spoken with him should bring me uh, into the picture. That would be Constable Webster. If you need me to bring you along, I certainly can. Um... Otherwise, I would really like to set up an appointment with this doctor. If we well, done perhaps this. then, uh, uh, Miss Horowitz, uh, you'd be quite a, a fresh set of eyes, as you say. I can write a letter. I mean, the crime part the, of the police. The crime may be as much against uh, uh, Arkwright uh, being defrauded. Uh, now, do do we have a an appointment with? With uh, Colin already? Yes, tomorrow, 10 a.m., the do uh, Dr. Jupiter does. Ah, wonderful. Never mind. Then. I believe it's start. Cullen, not Colin. Colin's. <laughs> That's a different doctor. Different kind well, Dr. of Dr. Camor, you already have an appointment Colin. with him for tomorrow. That's convenient. Well, uh, if it's not too big a... Uh departure for the rest of the group I actually would like to go check on that ship I have a hunch about uh, who exactly chartered that I would like to see if Cullen's name comes up in any fashion or Arkwright's or Arkwright's I, indeed I think yes I think that's a 
I, I'm trying to look out the window and see what time of day it is, but it doesn't quite, I can't quite. <laughs> At this point, it's about six, well, in a 7 p, 7 p.m. 7 p.m.? Oh, Lord. I need um, to get home before too long. <laughs> yeah, so it's October. It's dark at this point. Well, perhaps we best wait until tomorrow before we Start go. in the morning. Well, I would like to, perhaps in the morning, we, you could supply me with uh, a firearm, a small one. Just uh, I, can, I can go get the paperwork by the provost in the morning. I'm happy to run early. That would be greatly appreciated, uh, Constable uh, Webster. Sergeant Collins, uh, I don't recall. Did you take a firearm as well? Ah, yes. I believe Very I did. Good. Very good. Then I won't ask for another unless... <laughs> I think I can do fine. Just one. Are, are you, are you planning on the American being style? an American cowboy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so Constable Webster, you're heading home. Yes. Okay, uh, uh, Officer Collins, where are you going? Those all just head back into the uh, the hotel room. Okay, it's getting late. And Detective Bowen. Well, if if Elaine and Jupiter are going to go to Arkwright tonight, I might might as well accompany them. I'm not sure if, I mean, as eager as I am to talk to this warden, he seems rather dangerous to go speak to alone uh, at night. <laughs> if, I don't know that Mr. Arkwright will see us this late. Yes, it's uh, rather late. Um, do do we have do we have telephones yet here in Glasgow? Uh, and this is a very nice room. So yes, you do have a telephone in the room. Uh, okay. However, not the the entire city isn't as fortunate. You know, prominent places. I'm sure he does. So, um, perhaps we can see him early in the morning. Let's let's make a phone call and see if we can get a hold of his secretary or whatever, and try to make such a uh, an appointment. Might not right. be a bad idea to do the same with the warden, Detective Bowen. So what are the rest of you going to do with the, the rest of your night? Then? Uh, I'm not going to rest. I might have a book to read. Okay. I'm go have Grey's dinner. Anatomy. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going to go have dinner and then go to bed. Okay. Constable Webster, you yes. walk the streets of Glasgow, Glasgow at night currently alone. Most people are, are staying off the street after what's been happening. Uh, without a li li uh, listen check, you start to hear some breathing. It make that makes you walk a little bit faster. So you turn the corner. At this point, I'm, I'm assuming your hand is probably on your pistol as you're moving. Oh, his uh, truncheon, yeah. The, this, yeah. Then you notice there's more breathing. You can count at least three breaths. Uh -oh. oh, no. Uh, is there like a stairwell he can duck into? He's kind of, he's kind of thinking at least get behind something, 
get the stick out and if someone takes a run at him, he's got, you know, nothing to his back then. Uh, yes. So it may, it's not a stairwell, but it's a, it's a little undercroft, uh, which is basically a balcony of, of one of the buildings. But there's just a lot of clutter and a lot of boxes and a lot of things they just laid outside. And you can you can slip into there, Homer Simpson style, if you want. <laughs> yeah, he just fades into the trench yep. with a trench in it. You hear weird sounds, and you're just like, no. Uh, as you do that, about ten minutes go. But I wouldn't say ten minutes. About five minutes go by. You you hear more. You hear that breathing. It gets closer. Then you start hearing. You start hearing sniffing. And you look. You look above you, and this balcony that I mentioned before. Part is partly rotted out, like the some of the boards are, are broken and snapped. And as you stare into stare into that into those boards, and your your eyes are kind of blinking a little bit more than they should because of the water that's dripping down because of the rain. You see something large sniffing, walking above the boards. He's like holding his breath, just looking up at this thing. <laughs> A werewolf. And as you make that realization, there's a, you hear another noise. A, a waistband gets knocked over on the other side of the street. And you look over and you see this sniffing in the window of one of the, the buildings. So I need a sanity check from you. Uh, no. 52 over 50. Okay. So you are going to take a D6. Uh, oh, six. Yeah, six. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you see this thing. It, it's sniffing at the window, you see it trying to work the latch of the of the of the window itself, um, and it turns and looking looks at you, and that's when you start to realize this is not some this is this is not like a, a your normal skulker. Uh, so go ahead and give me an intelligence roll. Oh goody. Oh yeah, I succeeded. Uh, uh, hard success. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so you. Okay, so everything you heard from Eugene and all the discussion between the doctor and Detective Bowen and Detective Horowitz, you know exactly what this is. This is this is a this is a werewolf. This is a big dog. Um, so. Romy percentile actually. Percentile is a 73. Okay. So you see that and you swear it locks eyes with you and you pass out. Amongst the rubbish. 
Um, and as you pass out, that yipping gets louder uh, in the scene, and it it sounds like they're getting riled up. And then we'll move back to the rest of you. So the rest of you wake up the next morning with a loud on the door. Uh, and at the door is Gibbs. He's that he's that tall, red-haired man who uh, escorted you to the to the lower pro of the 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 lower provost's office in the beginning. Um, he says, uh, "Sorry to bother you. This early hours, about six in the morning." Uh, Constable Webster didn't make it home. Oh dear! Oh. He well, he hasn't what, been what is his, his address? Uh, he gives you the address, and um, his wife came to the Lord Provost's office looking, um, looking for him, thinking that he that he was just working late on the case with you all. He left us. There's last no, evening. there's no time to no time to lose. Um, we should retrace his steps yes. from where he we last left him. He said he was heading home. Yes, I wonder yeah. if from where we left him. If we get a map of the city, we, we could see steps. what routes he might have walked. But he also said that he was interested in the boat information. So we decided it was too late for further investigation. Well, just consider that's a possible other route that he took. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. Let's how far? Through. How far is this place from where we are? Uh, it's not too far. It's it's about a ten minute walk from the from the hotel. Put on my jacket and uh, walk the streets. Yes, let's 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 leave immediately. Let's, let's do that immediately. Yes. Okay. Hello. So, <laughs> Hello. So six in the morning. Don't forget. Yeah, so I mean, the the sun is is starting to rise. Um, you are who are in the area. You could. I mean, you can give me a a spot hidden check. Or try Ooh. if you have that as well. Holy success on the spot hidden. Seventy-nine okay. is a failure. I'm looking for him up uh, by three points. Yes, I so Elaine, you when you get to or start making your way to uh, Constable Webster's home, uh, you start searching all the alleys and and everything. And in one of the alleys, you do find the same hoof prints that you saw at the other the the other murder scene look here I, hoof prints now i can't say for certain these are the same hoof prints from the the crime scene but there's horses yeah concern uh, for the constable's welfare yes but do they lead, do they lead anywhere uh, if you continue to follow them um mm -hmm. they they turn left and right through through the through alleyway through alleyway um, until you get to a rotten balcony um, that you see there's a hole that's freshly that was freshly broken through get a get a an electric torch that's sun's coming up isn't it so it's getting brighter but a, a torch wouldn't a torch okay. wouldn't hurt uh it's, so it's October so you you are relieved and disturbed at the same time uh 
Constable Webster, he is found. Uh, he has hidden himself in the trash, completely naked, and he's just covered himself in slob. And Constable Webster, your only recourse is you were being hunted, and you were told that if you could mask your scent, that things couldn't find you. So you also have the unending compulsion to cover yourself in trash to mask your scent. Oh, uh, gentlemen, can, can one of you perhaps give the constable? <laughs> yes, here, here. Look, uh, Constable Webster, uh, get away from cover, me! Cover he's, he's like pushing you away. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! No, you, look, you're, you're indecent in front of Miss uh, Horowitz. Owen, I just see oh, Constable Webster like stepping back and like threatening people with a rotten cabbage. Nobody move! What's wrong with you, man? Uh, you are, <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, I've been hunted all night. I just hunted by you. He's pointing at uh, Sergeant Collins. You told me it was a dog. I wasn't a fucking dog. It was a werewolf. My goodness. Constable, your language, please. My goodness. Cover cover yourself. Good God, man. There's no time for that, Bowen. Pull yourself together. I want to it's, slap him. Roll intimidate if I have. They can smell you. <laughs> it's uh, morning, Mr. Webster. You can roll intimidate, uh, Constable, if you feel That is a 13. I will spend one point of luck to make that an extreme if I have to. <laughs> if you want to roll against that, Constable, it's up to yeah, you. Okay. I, I did it. Do you allow that? Well. So, I, I think that checks out. He so really you, wants to slap you. You forego any. <laughs> any need to stay clean and you grab him by the shoulders and you just like shake him like snap out of it you're okay look at me come back gross look at me webster (sighs) you are a constable of the glasgow police get a hold of yourself man a message to his wife so that she knows he's okay uh gibbs run um gives you a nod and he runs down the alley uh constable you have had a rough night um, after you came to off camera, uh, these things broke into that house they were sniffing around, and you had to listen for about an hour of the screams of someone inside. Oh. And I was just paralyzed. Let's get him slowly home. burying my. No, 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 no. And he's pointing across the the street because I don't think he's seen anybody like notice this. The, that house, they attacked the house. The werewolves did. They're they might still be there. Yes, that he's house. pointing this practically dripping finger. It's got some gross trash on it. Bowen, Bowen, cover, cover yourself. He's rubbing you with the cabbage a little bit. No, they can knock they track away. by scent. So looking in the, in the direction he's pointing, you see shutters that have been pushed inward violently. Look, we'll we'll check it out, but I'll I'll stay with Constable Webster. Um Yes, get him to cover himself. Oh, get you home. And so give me the jacket. No pants. I'm Donald yeah, Ducking it. it. How Scottish of you. (laughs) (laughs) These things nearly killed me. Uh, But at any rate. They killed you? (laughs) All right. I'm going to try to get him to come with me and go to his home. So he can ensure his wife is okay. It is cold out here. 
Uh, I'm gonna, so if that's uh, Cosmo, you have control again. It's up to you if you want to go. Uh, yeah, I think that checks out. He'd uh, he'd take the the coat and uh, try and find a second pair of clothes that he somehow lost his. Okay, so he he, he you take him back, um, not too far away from where you are. Uh, your wife runs out and she's like, "My beloved, wow!" <laughs> And Amelia starts dry heaving as, as she gets close and she stops and she's just like, Beloved. Georgina, remember your you wedding vows. Yes. <laughs> for better or for worse. And she's like, this were covered in trash. I had to. They were she, hunting me. They're still hunting us. That's the secret. You need to be. You smell too good. Get get Dorothy. Cover her in our trash as quickly as you can. At this point, your daughter's just like running down the street because she. Dorothy, so, Dorothy, come back! I'll try to tell Constable Webster. You know, don't alarm your wife, and I'll tell her privately. I don't think he's drunk, but get him cleaned up for Christ's sake. Miss <laughs> uh, Horowitz. Uh... Sergeant Collins, shall we look at least at this house? I think yeah. so. I, whatever happened to the constable, it clearly disturbed him greatly, and I took him for a reasonable man, so I think we need to investigate whatever it is that he claims happened. I, I'm going to draw my gun and use it as we walk across the street and use it to bang on the door uh, before and call out, anybody in there? Silence. I'll look back at uh, the two of you, the two detectives. Uh, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. And I'll walk in. Uh, you walk in. It's dark. The air is thick with the smell of blood. Um, if you use the electronic, uh, the the electric torch, not electronic, electric torch that Detective Bowen has. Uh, you shine the light in, and directly in the center of the room, in a collapsed table, is a, a huge dried puddle of blood. But there is no body. Jesus, Goodness, Mary, and Joseph. This is Terror. like, is this enough blood that somebody would have died here, basically? Or... Oh, it's plenty. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. I mean, so just, is, is it a it's, house it's anybody the is there splatters all, all, all over the wall um, god is is anybody still here the glasgow police i'm looking for bodies or any anything any yeah. evidence tracks drag marks mm -hmm. i'm seeing if anybody's joined suit with the constable webster and it's hiding somewhere as you continue to search um I'm assuming you're being very careful and very thorough. So without a roll, you're able to to search around and you find an old old cupboard that that that, that clearly like has been here for at least 20 years. Um, as you look inside or start getting closer to it, you realize that there's wooden plates and such all over the ground. Um, as you open it, there's a young boy in there about the age of seven. And if you shine the light in his head, in his eyes, they're completely blank. And he kind of recognizes you for a second, Detective Bowen, and just says, 
Mommy's gone now. I, I see that lad. Uh, here, come here, come with me. I'll pick him up. Uh, he doesn't fight, and he also doesn't assist. This is, he's pretty much dead weight. Yep. I'll carry this boy back to the station. I'll have to. Yeah, go go ahead, um, Mr. Bow, and I'll I'll continue investigating through here. What in the hell have we got ourselves into? Horrible. Do Awful. so. Do we see any? Of the claw marks like we had seen at the other scene? Yes, there are claw marks on the table, um, claw marks on the shutters that, that were busted in. Hmm. And there are hoof prints in this room, in the dust. It just, I can't, Sergeant Collins, do you have any theories? I can't explain this. Us. It's like an animal. A centaur. I've got no idea. This is um, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, it's got hooves and Someone claws. Someone had a horse in this house? Is that right, Joe? Like there are hoof prints in the house? Yeah. It... And they're horse hoof prints, right? They're not like goat prints or pig prints. Uh... They kind of look the same, like you know, the ungulates. Well, goat, goat, he has a point. Goat, goat and hoof prints are different. This is more goat-like. I see. So it's something smaller. Is, are there like trails of there's no trails there's no blood trail again to follow <laughs> so i can climb back into a hole um uh you can give me a, a spot hidden if you're lo if you're looking for blood trails that is not a success so you search, you search um, long and hard, but you you don't see anything. It seems like everything is pretty much focused here. Detective, I I, I don't know what we're dealing with here. Uh, I don't know if this is even related to the crime that we're the crimes yeah. that we're here to. Are solve. we near the necropolis? Yes. Some wild animal, some cloven-hoofed wild animal drags this. I wonder if the woman's body is in that crypt. I, I swear it was a dog. I don't know any dogs with hooves. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't have hooves. I, I don't know. She, she could be. Do you think? Unless these creatures devoured her whole. I assume if there's this much blood, there'd be a a large visible blood trail or that does make sense devouring hole that's i i don't think any animal does that i save snakes devouring their meal whole snakes don't have hooves exactly 
and Constable Webster did say it was a werewolf. This is this is such ridiculous talk at this point. There, there. I don't know how the host factor into it, but it's not possible. It had to have been a person. But this, this is nonsense. Goats I, will eat anything. So you believe that there is a murderer bringing a, a pet goat along with him to clean up the crime scenes, Sergeant? Yeah. When you when pigs, you say it out loud, pigs will it's... do the same. Big pigs are pretty um, unscrupulous eaters. I would be interested once con the constable has his wits about him once more. I'd be interested to know what he has to say about all of this. Um, is there anything else we can glean from this, Joe? Any other, like, upstairs, basement, the street outside that we can look through, or we have our spot hidden? Is pretty much covered that. Um, you you if you you're following the hoof prints that are leading to the window, if you follow if you backtrack, they are heading to a uh, culvert. It's a separation of streets. There's a there's a part of the street where there's a lower lower and an upper level, and there's mm -hmm. a covert that enters that wall that separates the two, mm -hmm. and the hoof prints seem to be coming out of that. I think. I think we must investigate this, Sergeant. Do you agree? I do. But I do not want to be the one to climb into this culvert. It's large, uh, right? Culverts are large, correct? Like, large enough yeah, to fit true. a person. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't you, have to crawl. You so, bravely, bra you so bravely went into the crypt. Allow me. I will go into it. I'll, I'll follow behind. All right. So... <laughs> So Detective very important <laughs> distinction. Uh, Detective Horowitz and Officer Collins, you two are going into the covert. What about the rest of you? I'm probably going to come back and see how they're doing. Uh, we're leaving Constable Webster with his wife and some bed rest. I'll say you'll catch them just as they're like boosting each other up into the covert what is this um oh, who's going to watch this child i believe i am bringing oh. the child back so somebody at the um well, let me watch the child and the you guys yeah. go check in there um try to get him to try to get him to talk. I, I mean I have I'll try psychology, but I don't have psychoanalysis, which I fear is what you need. Um what if this is some sort of deformed person uh who's found refuge in the necropolis um and they're just in deranged uh foot deformities or have you seen anything like that before, Doctor? Uh, there are some rather horrific. You should visit the um, the Museum of Scientific Curiosities. It's there's a, a number of very strange uh, uh, men with lobster hands. Uh, uh, this is quite a few Delicious. bizarre, depending on the the conditions. Uh, 
some of it is genetic, in fact. That's uh, very interesting. Generations of people with lobster hands. They're not actually lobsters, but they're, their fingers are fused together into it looks kind of like. Doctor, this is, I'm afraid I'm going to have nightmares after this. No, I'll, I'll take you some time. You have nightmares after you see some of these things. It's not for everybody. Um, I'll see what I can do with the boy. Hello. Hello. I'll sit with the boy. All right, and he's still catatonic. So are his eyes open or closed? Open. Okay. I'll sit with him, and I'll talk very sweetly as if I was his mommy or daddy and see if I can bring him out of it. Uh, give me a uh, psychology role. Uh, where is it? Oh, 42 out of 50. Okay. Uh, so they they say, uh, well, the, the child says, you, you have to be quiet. They they can hear you. Who is they? What what did they look like? It, uh, they they looked hungry. Uh, if I give you a piece of paper uh, and a pencil. Do you think you can draw me what they look like? Oh, I'll do that. Do you have a red pencil? Red pencil? Um, no, just, just these black ones. So he kind of like how to have he draws you the picture. Um, and it looks like a werewolf. Sort of. It looks like two werewolves carrying off a body. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a red pencil, so there's just like this outpouring of black yeah. scribbles from her torso that's just on the floor. But they, it looks like they're carrying her off. And there were two of them in this picture. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll just sit with him and try to comfort him. All right. Okay. And Detective Bone, where are you where are you headed? Are you staying here? I brought the child back and then I'm going to rejoin Miss Horowitz and Sergeant Collins. Okay. So <clears throat> you all continue through this tunnel, this covert that leads into a tunnel. So it, for the most part, it just looks like a normal drain and it, it smells horrible down here. It's, it's extremely humid. The air is sour. 
Um, there's stuff dripping from above you. Um, you try to keep it off of you, but you all pretty much smell like Constable Webster at this point. Uh, but as you continue in more and more, you find a, a opening in this covert that's not man-made. It looks like a hole that's been dug out. Another hole. This is looking familiar. Yes, Collins, uh, you do recognize this 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 craftsmanship. I guess is the word. <laughs> um, it's not a hole. You could tell it's not a hole that's been made for a person. It's not tall enough. If you yeah. get into this, you have to crouch. And you kind of have to walk bent over to get through it. Whatever did this is capable of killing people. And that has me concerned for our safety in this moment, Sergeant. But I'm not sure. The safety of the citizens of Glasgow is also very important. You're right. And I'm not sure how we should proceed with caution, with great caution, certainly. I think we should proceed. We have to. I think you're right. Let's uh, let's, let's. I will um, look look over each of you. I, I'll I'll get back in front. And uh, are you quite sure? Yeah, I, I've seen one already, and it didn't attack me. Maybe the same thing will mm -hmm. happen again. Maybe they're full. Um, so are you I going guess. are you going forward alone I'm going with I'm okay. definitely going with yes with guns <laughs> <laughs> alright so as you guys continue uh You go on for about an, another half hour. There's no problems. Like you say, you're being careful. Your guns are drawn. You're still doubled over, but you are you're being as careful as possible. As, as you're you're walking, the tunnel declines steeply down. So you're able to help each other down safely. Um, but as you do. Officer Collins, you realize where you are. Um, and it's the entrance to the tunnel from the McCullough crypt. This is very familiar. Mm. Let's continue. Yeah, because push onward okay so like I said you've been almost double um, as you continue forward because I'm assuming you're, you're not taking are you're not taking the route into the crypt you're gonna go the other way correct yeah. oh it's up to you what do you think so I'm I'm sorry uh, yeah. one route goes into the crypt clearly the other we're not sure where it goes 
Oh, it's no. like the exit right. so, into the crypt. Right. So one side is the place where you pulled him out, and the okay. other side is the unknown tunnel. And then there's one okay. tunnel on the offshoot of that tunnel. That's where you just came from. So we're going through the unknown tunnel. Right. Um. Well, we, we know what... I. Are we just making the connection, or are we trying to encounter this? I... I... I wonder if boarding up the crypt would at least help m mitigate some of this. Boarding been... up the in the entrance and the exits to the crypt. I don't. I have... They've been tunneling, or it. That's true. I don't know how much uh, some wood is going to do. You've seen the scratch marks. That is true. Should we continue on to the unknown path since we know where the crypt goes or I don't know. Perhaps wait for the others to let them know what's going on. We can always come back to the crypt. We know where to, we don't have to climb through that culvert again, at least. You're right. You're right. So I th think that we should, uh, at least inform head. the others of where we've yes. gone. It's a dangerous idea to venture out alone and no one knows where you've gone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll back out and, and head back through to the I guess try to tag up. We don't know that Detective Bowen is trying to meet back up with us. Um I think we should go and check on the constable. I think we need to see if he's managed to remember anything. He's our best lead at this point. He is. Then we'll do that. Yeah, we'll we'll back out of the tunnels and we'll go see. Okay. So, I mean, the easiest way to back out of the tunnels is to go through the crypt because that's that's opening right up the steps that okay. put you on yeah, the surface. We'll and then you can just walk uh, safely in the light. Uh, so, you make your like way sitting back. there at the hole at the house. Like, yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gone. <laughs> These things must be nocturnal, Sergeant. I don't. Or, but then where do they sleep during the day? Well, there's the tunnel. There's no desire to find out in this moment, so I'm not. Yes, yeah, go. I'm, I'm good. With yes, okay. let's go. So it's you guys make it back here. I mean, you you've you spent a a, a good deal of time there, um, Elias. I mean, I don't. I will. I, I won't. I mean, Detective Bone. I won't say you're just sitting there with the light. You're definitely. You definitely stayed there, but they've been gone for a while. Um. Uh. I mean, at this point, hello. it's 9.45. Um, you're screaming hello into the darkness, and they're walking up behind you. Oh, jeez. How's the boy, detective? He, uh, Dr. Canmore is trying to coax him into speaking. I came back to see if you needed any assistance. Where did you two go? Back More to the tunnels. Crypt. Tunnels. We followed the tracks of this hoved thing, which led us to a culvert that led right into the crypts. So have they come back to where I am? Yeah. No, we're back at the... Oh, oh, we're back we? where Bowen... Uh, well, it depends on how... No, because Bowen brought the child back to Dr. Canmore. 
So they're not too far away. So not directly to you, but close. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, still we need to we need to meet back up and discuss these yeah. tunnels. Yes, I agree. You're saying that from here, there's a tunnel that leads to the crypt. Correct. Yes. I'm wondering if we trace, if we pull out a map and see all of these murder areas, if they were all easily all accessible these tunnels. in some way to the crypt. We should definitely do that. We'll go to all these crime scenes and try to locate nearby. Well, let's try to rope Dr. Kendall into this. I believe he it, has an appointment. In 15 minutes. We need to talk with Constable Webster, see if he remembers anything. And so does this tunnel just lead to the crypt, or is it like a network of tunnels? Uh, from what from their assertion that it was a network yeah the, the, uh, it was a network one of the tunnels led to the crypt but there was another that led further into god knows where I, we, well, I, no I have a feeling we're that. gonna need to go back right it's only to find uh, the body of this woman are, are, are these tunnels um are they just dug in the earth or are they you know man-made they appeared to be creatures that dug, right? They, yes. They don't. They don't appear to be man-made. They just seem to be dug into the earth. So yes. So instead of lining them with bricks or anything like that, they're just. Could there be a? a the boy did speak a bit. He said that there were two of them, and that they carried his mother away. Um. Animals don't carry their victims in tandem away. Um, could there be a a society of these transients living under the ground, digging tunnels? Jesus. Society? Possibly eating people? What kind of society eats? Well, not not a civilization, not a civilized, but a, is... you know, a tribe of uh, mutants, people who've been deformed. to What? A freak show of some sort. Well, I mean, you're describing something like Springheel Jack, or with who? Do you know of feet. a medical condition that results in someone being born with cloven feet? You might not realize it but children are born deformed all the time it's just usually they're sent away or god forbid disposed of have Some you of seen them, this condition i've been to a freak show not this particular thing but i've seen so you think it might be a group of, of freaks feeding on people I can't think of why. Murdering them in dark alleyways? I don't think that Dr. Cullen or the others are living underground in the way that, uh, the way that Constable Webster described it, uh, like dog people. It, That's it's, why. It's, it's, it's I can't so think silly. of any other explanation. Perhaps what's happened is somebody was digging around and they broke into the warrens of these underground dwellers, these carnivorous underground children. 
But this time, uh, Doctor uh, uh, Gibbs runs or runs back. Um, he he came with the car and he's like, Doctor, uh, uh, you you told me you had an appointment today. I I'm here to take you. Oh, yeah. Um. Yes, I was going to go see. Uh, Mister. Turned my page. Uh, the Doctor Cullen. And did you want to take the child with you to the infirmary? I don't think I was. Oh, was I going to see? Yeah, that's right. I was going to see Dr. Cullen. Yeah. yeah um, I'm not sure. Maybe we should keep the child. Um, he might speak more. Is I don't know if that's legal. It's. <laughs> just to take uh, the child, just keep him. raise him as your own. And that if his mother's gone, he'll end up in an orphanage anyway. But we can talk to him. Better off with us. I'll go. I'll go speak to Doctor Cullen. Uh, all right. So. Uh, you get into the car, and they, they is anyone going with the doctor? I think some one of us should, unless he um, objects. Oh, I, I I do object because okay, if there's disease, I don't want any of you to get infected accidentally. Okay. So you're taking Pip with you? No, no, no. I'm going to leave him with them. Pip stays here. Okay, I'm going with that name. That's happening. Uh, we are we are now in a um. Charles Dickens novel. Boy. Um, I think we need, the rest of us need to, at least one of the rest of us needs to go check on Constable Webster and possibly the I think we need, to go, we need to go back into those tunnels. I would right. not so hastily do that, but find out as much information as you can before you go back into the tunnels. Well, perhaps we'll go talk to the warden then. Let's let's see. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's get Constable Webster, and then the four of us can go talk with John Black. Because or there's, Arkwright, there's, there's or something both. you the haven't prison? realized. Those things, whatever they are, they seem to be somewhat organized. They know what they're doing, and they're working together. They're not animals. Is the prison anywhere near the necropolis? I'm trying to get a picture, a mental picture of the city layout. No. So the prison is going farther away from the, the necropolis than the Royal Infirmary. Um, uh, if you had the Royal Infirmary on in your left hand, the necropolis would be in your right. And the the Duke Street Prison would be to the left of your left hand. So it's farther away, actually. Okay. And if we took the time to map out where the bodies have been found, do we see... I mean, I, I will take the time to do that. The others can do something else. But I want to see if there's any correlation between those and where the necropolis is and, you know, if there's any kind of correlation there. I, would, it, I mean, once you start mapping out the bodies, it, it doesn't take long. There, there, There is a epicenter. Uh, I mean, obviously there will be outliers, but there is an epicenter of a lot of disappearances and, and then murders. What do you it's think? These tunnels. 
It's these goddamn tunnels. You you haven't been into the tunnels, I assure you. It's 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 unnerving. You you can't stand up. It's very easy to be ambushed or attacked. I would be concerned for anyone's safety who went in the tunnels. It's like um you know, it's like the sappers back on the war. So interesting. So Dr. Canmore, you, you make it to the hospital. Um it's just as busy as it was before, if not more. Um, got a mask on. Yep. If there's there's more and more bodies, um as you're coming in, you see a procession of bodies under white sheets being rolled down a ramp and take her in, taken into the lower levels of the hospital. Um, and when you get up to the reception desk, um, the woman greets you. Good morning. Uh, um, thank you for wearing your, your, your protection gear. How can I help you? Oh, I'm Dr. Canmore. I had a, uh, a meeting with uh, Dr. Uh, Cullen. Yes, I will lead you. To, I, I can get you to his office. I uh, see that here. If you if you just follow me very quickly, so I, I know moving. that he's. I know he's very busy, so I'll 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 make it a short appointment. So she essentially starts following those those procession of bodies. She takes you lower into the hospital. Um, the bodies keep going. You stop at a office just off the corner of the steps. Um, she opens it and she says, "He, he he's decontaminating right now, and he will he be out he'll be out shortly." Thank you. And you walk in, and she leaves you. She she goes about her business. Um, when you walk in, it's clear that he has not used this office much. Um, there's a, a a thin layer of dust over everything. Uh, there 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 are library books. Well, he has a, he has a, a few small bookcases. If you're looking in them, they're mostly books about anatomy, biology, things like that. Um, one does um, catch your eye. Uh, there's a book called The Seat of Intelligence. Seat of Intelligence? By Dr. James Cullen. Something he wrote. Interesting. I'll have to ask him about it if it comes up in conversation. Um, if are you like flipping through it while you're waiting? No, no, no. That would okay. be rude. I'll uh, I'll just wait quietly. Um, to stand when he walks in the door. Okay. Um, he comes in. Um, and fresh or white clothes. He's a he's a he's a man about in his late thirties. Um. He comes in and he sits down at his desk. Um, and he starts, you know, writing a few things out. And he says, I, I, I understand you are the doctor looking into the murders. That's correct. Yes. Yes, Dr. Cullen. Um, I don't know why you're talking to me. I, I, I know nothing about the murders. Most of my time has been spent with the, with the disease. Well, quite honestly, that's a part of what uh, perhaps a side note to the murder. Um out of curiosity, what what seems to be the morphology of the disease? Is it uh, how do you think people are catching it? At, at this point, we think it, it's proximity. Oh, so you're risking a great deal uh, to be amongst them. The other surgeons have families. I don't 
It's my duty. That's that's commendable. Very brave of you. Um, I don't know if I can help or not, but I'm I'm certainly at your service. Um, do uh, your service is noted but not needed. Of course. Um, does it seem to be uh, biological or? Um, is it uh, necrotic or is it uh, uh, some sort of a fungus infection? The way it affects the body, it seems to be some type of uh, of, of biological infection. Ah. Well, um, I've I've read some of your reports. Your assistant is kind enough to let me look them over. I've uh, brought them back. Um, um, we have some questions only because uh, some things have come to light. Um, you're you're currently treating Mr. Arkwright for some genetic uh, dysphoria. Uh, my business uh, with Mr. Arkwright in regards to his disease is none of your concern. That's not why I'm here. I'm a very busy man. Why are well, we talking about Mr. Lord Arkwright? Well, why are you here? The last victim of uh, the so-called murderer was a woman who was working for him. And uh, you understand, you yourself is our research scientist. If we don't ask the questions, we don't find the answers. So I'm sorry that uh, I, I know that you're a very busy man, but uh, I'm trying to find the answers. And uh, that's the only connection, that uh, that you were aware of her and she was aware of him. So there's a loose connection there. Um, do you know, did you know her? No, I did not know her. Did you know that she was uh, uh, involved with uh, the warden, uh, Mr. Black, I believe? I have much more important things to worry about, the the, the relationships of, of servants. Are you, um, do you... Uh, do you make yourself available to perform certain procedures um, on women in need. What are you insinuating? I'm trying not to insinuate. Do you perform uh, abortions? How dare you? Oh, I don't mean to insult I am you, a man of talking. science. I have taken an oath to do no harm, same as you. Who do you think you are taking time out of my day to accuse me of heretical practices i wasn't um it answers a possible question there was an implication that that you may have been involved in this matter however it could also be uh, somebody trying to throw us off the scent as it were and uh, accusing you incorrectly but where you're not involved at the moment um, when did the disease start to appear? A month ago. And do you are you aware of anything that changed in the city? Um, sewer work. 
I don't know. I can't watch everyone at the same time. Maybe everyone stopped washing their hands. Um, well, that's what you need to wash your hands. No. <laughs> it's not 1800s, sorry. Uh, well, I, 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 I do admire that you're doing a great deal to help. Um, how are you disposing of the bodies? We burn them. You burn them. You have an incinerator in the building? Yes. And do you know whether, could the incinerated ashes and smoke carry the disease? It's highly unlikely. It is highly unlikely. Mainly because with the current winds that's been blowing towards the richer part of town and most of of the the people who are are becoming sick are poor. And uh, and besides, what what pathogen could possibly survive a two thousand degree oven? Well, I am very sorry that I took up any of your time. Um, if I, I did not in any way mean to offend you, um, and I am at your service if you need advice or if you need assistance. Um, yeah, I hear that yes. there's quite a breakout over at the uh, the prison. Um, if you'd want, I could look into that for you. I've I've already received some of the bodies from the prison. All right. All right, I, then. I appreciate your fervor, but at this point, you're retracing my steps, sir. I understand that. I understand that. So as scientists, we often retrace one another's steps in order to confirm. Um, but uh, my business... My business is a different thing. We've been called in by the provost to the Lord Provost to uh, to look over these things. I'm sorry if I've taken up too much of your time. Um, I can be reached, and I give him my contact information um, if anything him, comes up. Give him like your card. Well, my card would be my home address. This would this would be. I give him my card. With where we're staying, okay. Uh, where where I'm staying at the hotel, okay. And then I say, uh, thank you very much for having me this morning, and I wish you all of the luck on solving this uh, this disease. Okay. So, and he says, "Doctor," and he walks out the room, bangs a hard left, and he leaves. Okay. Thought about doing that. One more thing. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> All right, I'll leave. Okay. Dad, take his book. Take the book. The ledger. Maybe. I'll look. I'll look at his desk to see the ledger, if it's there. There's no ledger. I, I, are you talking about the ledger or the book you found? The seat of intel. Oh, the book. The book. I the book he wrote, book. or someone wrote the seat of the mind, or whatever. Seed of the, the seed of intelligence. So, I mean, if you're looking through that book, um, I'll, 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 yeah. If he's, if he's just walked out and left, I'll linger for a moment and I'll take a look through the book. Yeah. So, looking at that book, he, it's very, it's, it's extremely anti-God of any kind, anti-spirituality even. Okay. Um, he, he. By chapter, he just rips apart 
or at least in his own words, every single religion or spirit, spiritual following that you can think of, oh, chapter by chapter true. by chapter. And um, you don't go into true. each chapter and read them thoroughly, but it's just, it, it each chapter is named after a different following. And does it have a, um, does it have a dust cover or is it just a book? It's just uh, a book. With leather. wonder if it i can i see the as a publisher it was published in the last couple of years yes it's rather recent about two years ago okay uh and it seems rather academic so i'm going to take the chance that i might find a copy at the library of the same book okay um and i will replace this so that he doesn't know that I can't take the man's book. So, okay, but I will go to the library afterwards and see if I can find it. I'm sure the university library or something will have such a thing. Okay, not a problem at all. Yes, yeah, so you can definitely head to the library. There is one, the Mitchell Library. Mitchell Library. All right. And the rest of you, where are you at? I think we were trying to discuss our next steps. Yes, what does Every what does Pip believe we should do? If you ask him that, he said you should probably go home. Probably. So we were on our way to get Webster discussing things with webster going to the warden we could potentially explore the tunnels further i am concerned about our safety in doing that i feel like uh miss horowitz our investigation will sooner or later take us down into the tunnels i believe you are correct i just i feel like the longer that we leave these tunnels uncharted the longer these murders will persist, as long as they have the safe haven to continue to retreat back to. I do agree with you. Should we check on Webster first? Yes, I believe this is his address. Knock, knock, knock. And so you knock on the door. Um, his wife, Donna. Uh, and Donna, right? Georgina. Sorry, Georgina meets you uh at the door and she's and she's looking at you and she's just he's out there and you you look to where she she nods and constable webster or constable webster is in the bushes like ghillie suit style watching you as you're coming to his home webster what are you doing webster okay all right. Yes, it's you. And it, when he stands up, you can see like he's got his police uniform on again, but it's clearly a shabbier version. Like he wore the nice one yesterday and that one's long gone. So this one's probably not been in the wash rate and it. It crinkles a little, maybe like a little uh, garlic falls out the bottom of it. Like, yeah. You have to envelop yourself in the city scent. That's the thing. They're dogs. They're dogs. Collins, you didn't go far enough. 
They're dogs. They follow scent. They have hearing, but they're not that smart. Something's controlling them. Someone's controlling the dogs here. Do you have silver upon you? Georgina! Do you have my do you have any silver in the house? He's gone mad. My gone wedding mad. band is silver. But you yes. are unwell, Webster. No. Yeah, and you hear Georgina in the like in the distance. You will not touch my silver. <laughs> I needed it. Uh, uh, do you have a necklace? No, Webster's. you never bought me one. You're scaring the boy, Webster. <laughs> Why do you have a child? That child Webster, is clearly you, traumatized. What? He's what got blood upon night? him. Webster, what happened last it's, night? Get uh, it together, uh, man. I told you. You were right. There are werewolf people here. And they attacked that family in front of me. I couldn't see anything. I had to hide myself in the trash. And I know they're still out there. They can... They're, they're out amongst this. Do they take on human form a day? Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, Webster, we've... I think that they are living in these tunnels that we've found, and I think that you should join us. Face your fears. Bowen. Bowen, touch him with your ring. It's the only way to be Look, sure. You were the one... Naked in the trash with them, Webster. I was not with them. I was hiding from them. But look, if we go into the tunnels and we hunt them down, you won't have to cover your scent anymore. Yes, correct. Do you have silver upon you to which to attack? I don't know anything about werewolves. I gesture to my revolver. This will be just fine, I'm sure. Webster, it, they're not werewolves. Canmore seems to think they're some class of circus freak. You know, P.T. Barnum and all of that nonsense. Perhaps. Perhaps, but you you didn't see them stalking you and sniffing you out. You did they weren't have, there. Did they have lobster I believe, hands? That, like, snaps him out of it. For a second. What? <laughs> No, they had terrible claws. I mean, lobsters have claws. But like, where are the hmm. lobster hands coming from? This is ridiculous. That's well, Doctor Kenmore brought them up. You were talking about these mutant babies. Wait, no, that makes sense. The ship that came in, the lobster people came <laughs> in with the ship. Did you investigate the ship, Collins? You genius, God, Webster. <laughs> did you investigate the ship or not? I no, I was going home when okay. I had to right. hide myself in the filth of the city. It provided for me, and it can provide for you too. You should probably look, look I have some trash in my house. You should disguise look, your No, you you're thinking about this the wrong way. Yes. All right. I don't know how you guys typically handle things in Glasgow. Not well apparently. But in Cardiff, if there were werewolves living in tunnels beneath the city, we would hunt them. I, Instead of covering ourselves in trash and hiding. That is fine. And we can certainly try to hunt them. Uh, Eugene. You have you a duty have to the people of this town. I'm Webster. aware of my duty and I have no silver. To, it's fine. It's fine. I have my truncheon. And 
I'm still not sure that who is leading this pack. Those creatures were just animals, but they seem targeted somehow. Pip, is that what they said? Why was your mother attacked? Who did she know, Pip? Pip is just staring at you. Look at me, Pip! Leave leave the boy be. Leave the boy alone. Poor child. Uh, Give me an intimidate for the small (laughs) child? By the way, I just want to know. Let's see where this goes. Just to know, Walter is a very good-looking guy. He's just covered in trash. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Walter intimidating the boy? Uh, You know, I'll spend five points of luck to make that a success. Okay. So, yeah. So, you're shaking this boy, and he's just like... They, they only left the parts. And he looks like deeply into your eyes and he's just like the parts they didn't like. And he just stares at you after he says that. Are are are, are you happy? Are you satisfied now, Webster? It's do you still want to leave these things in their tunnel and hide in your trash or do you want to take care of them? It's, it's not a matter. Permanently. Who controls these dogs? Yes. Yes. Let's go to the tunnels. Let's let's deal with the hounds first. We can deal with their master later. Yes. Yes. Good, good. Horowitz, are you armed as well? Yes, of course. Excellent. Is there does the department have long arms? Shotguns. Um that is a great question. Do we have shotguns that we can procure you can um it's, it's going to take a law roll i mean i can attempt uh i, I, I assume I've got, i'm going uh, to on, have on a, a scale from one die. to 100 i have a i have a fifth i have i have a 55 i'm actually quite adept and and knowledgeable on the law as, as no no what a webster yeah webster oh. is reeking he's like go no ahead, no of collins. course i will go ask ahead. for you, it you, you. so collins if you want to do it um take a bonus dive with everyone else assisting you um even if they're not in the room with you they're maybe like you guys kind of like huddle up and then like you create the perfect story to try to um perfect. get this one over well we're not huddling too close to webster though <laughs> yeah yeah, because no, yeah, every time you get close, he tries to like rub a sleeve on you or something. Oh, it's for your own good. I just imagine like the camera, you guys, you three huddled up and then Webster's face just keeps going into the frame as he's getting closer and then you move away. <laughs> <laughs> Smack it away. It's a real pig pen situation. <laughs> need, need, need to tell Pip to hose you down. <laughs> I think uh, I passed, by the way. Okay. Um, so yes, you you are able to procure a single long arm. Who wants it? Ah, I I have no skill with the shotgun. Completely useless oh, at that. But no, Bowen, you requested it. You have it. Fair enough. Yeah. Should we? reconvene with dr kenmore at some point before heading into uh, he these... should he should know where we're going i oh, yes. said it again all of us are going somewhere where no one knows where we have gone and that is a terrible idea um well let's put pip out and pip can tell people i'm joking what are we doing with this child 
He'll be fodder no, before leaving, the wolves. We're leaving, with us. We need we're to leaving him here, anymore. Webster. You're it's taking care of boy. Leave him, leave Georgina, him we wife. have another you child have no, now. Do you have any children? There you go. Yes. Dorothy has a playmate, I suppose. The traumatized boy. <laughs> Dorothy uh, immediately starts crying when you say that. Because <laughs> this kid is weird. Um, this is how things are done, Dorothy. You've seen Oliver. Take him to the poorhouse. The orphanage? The orphanage. The, the no, house. I, I believe Oliver Twist, he gets kicked out of the orphanage. Look, we I can truly enjoy it. to see what happens with this job. We can oh. drop him off at the fire station later. It's oh. fine. So I think I think we're leaving Pip with Webster's family for now. For okay. Now. All right. Yeah. Um, that is that is we're, we're leaving um, with, with, with the with Pip. You forcing Pip to be able to stay at your home, Constable Webster. Um, pun intended. You're in the doghouse, but that mm-hmm. is something you have to deal with later. Yeah. Uh, Jump it over to uh, Dr. Jupiter. Uh, you make it to the library um, and you head to the anatomy section. Are you looking specifically for that book? Yes. Okay. Um, you find it. Um, it seems brand new, like brand new, like no one has read it. Um, flipping past the the anti-mysticism, you, uh, you get to a, a point where he starts describing the seat of intelligence and that there is no like there there is no spirit that that consciousness can be found within the flesh and he goes into details about possible locations um some are are are, are like the spleen and the stomach um this this the spleen being something that supplies a large amount of the or holds a large amount of the blood supply in the body it could also be a place where the the consciousness is held as well none of it makes sense none of it uh sounds remotely plausible to your medical mind right but there's just chapters and chapters of this extremely rigid extremely logical extremely boring even for a doctor it's crazy. I will um I will secret it on my person and leave the library without checking it out. Give me a stealth check. Bring it back. A seven. Nice seven. They're like, there goes a doctor, and he's got absolutely nothing hidden in his jacket. <laughs> because he wouldn't. Oh, yeah, you turn it. You yeah, you walk right out. I just don't uh, want to, to to get a library card. Okay, so as you're walking out, however, um, there's a woman uh, standing closer to the door, and she looks at you and. She doesn't try to fight you. She just, she stares at you and just says, make sure you bring it back. You know, you, you, you were extremely stealthy, but she, 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 she knows you have something. 
I will ignore her and walk out. All right. But I'm going to memorize what she looks like. Uh, she was a she was a a very beautiful woman. Um, she seemed young, non. You seemed young, nonchalant about you know what was happening. Like again, she she wasn't looking to stop you. It was more of a just want you to know I know type type of deal. Like she could read my mind. That's weird. Uh, all right, and making it back. So where are you headed now, Rebecca? I'll head back to the apartment. Um, did I know where they were going? Did I you, knew they were going to uh, Constable Webster's. Right, and they they I got Constable, and they're heading I'll, to the prison now, right? Uh, we were headed to the tunnels. Okay. To the but tunnels. we we had decided we needed to tell Han more about it. Yeah, we should probably stop at the hotel and. Leave a I'll note that says hotel, if you then. yeah, if you find this, we're all dead. Okay. Reasonable. That, that's not what the note says. If you find this, we've been torn apart by wolves in the form of man. How did you write the note? It's in trash <laughs> in trash. <laughs> okay. So you all make it back to the hotel room. Uh and Inside is a gift box on the table. Is uh, it up? Is there a card? Uh, yes. Uh, it says from the Ripper with love. What the fuck? <laughs> um, I don't like that. <laughs> That's... How do they know where we are? Did anybody give any suspicious characters or, or exact address? Perhaps on a business card. I'm going to pick up the box and shake it a little. I'm running out of the room because it's going to explode. <laughs> you'll, you'll figure out if it's a bomb real quick. It sounds, it, bomb. It, it sounds squishy. Uh-oh. Uh, oh. You kind of shake it and the top pops off. And a human heart rolls out of the box. Oh no! Watch your step. And that's where we're ended tonight with the gift from the Ripper. Well, at least he's sentimental. Our what, players what included. Kind of <laughs> Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Nathan Decker, Holly Buto, Chance Wooten, and myself with Clay, with Joseph Clay as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of this show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.